Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 45 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Ultimate Home Alliance, because I, like many people around the world, uh, found out through their workplace that they were non-essential. So I'll get into that in a second, but if you guys want to follow me, you can go to www.gamingwithgrief on Monday morning at 7 a.m. This episode will hit. Uh, you can leave a comment below that. I'll read it on the show. If not, uh, you know, tell me you don't want me to read it, and I won't. You can also email me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think about the show. And um, I have submitted my podcast to iTunes. So I submitted last episode 44 to iTunes. Uh, so we'll see. I haven't got confirmation back. Uh, I've read online that it takes anywhere from 48 hours to four or five days. So we're just waiting now. Um, apparently, I'm going to get an email back saying, yes, your podcast has been submitted. So I am just waiting to see if that happens. Um, but yeah, so again, uh, yeah. And if you want to hit me up actually on Twitter, uh, you can hit me up at Just Little Joe uh, at Twitter. Uh, I am at Just Little Joe. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. I might rebrand something for the website. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm calling this episode Ultimate Home Alliance uh, because, well, like many of people in America right now, um, I work construction and I live in the I live in Washington State. And originally, with the stay-at-home work order with uh, COVID-19, uh, we were deemed essential. So we're all kind of excited to work. It's a little bit strange. Uh, I I usually work out in the field, but I was helping people out on our factory floor, and there's about 75 people on the floor. So even though we found out we were essential, it was a little bit kind of with eggshells we come in every day because it's a lot of people walking around. We're handling parts. Most people wear gloves, but still, you're kind of in this heightened sense of what's going on. Uh, And then a day later, after we found out we were essential, uh, Governor Inslee gave the order that we are no longer essential. I do have some friends in supposed essential construction. I also have some people working, uh, some relatives working in Amazon, and uh, I think about them all the time, actually, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there uh, right now in the same situation where maybe you have loved ones or you are the one that's out there in the field. So whatever you're doing, thank you very much. Stay safe, stay healthy, uh, You know, wash your hands. Uh, I was listening to the news this morning, and although the social distancing and the stay-at-home order is working, the numbers and the cases in America are still going up. So even though I know a lot of people want to go back to work, we kind of want everything back to normal, we don't want this to just come back. Uh, So it may be tough right now. Hopefully you're able to file for unemployment or get some kind of assistance. Uh, But yeah, my heart goes out to you guys. I I know how tough it could be. Um, my wife and I are very lucky that we have some savings and I was able to apply for unemployment. And although my wife has a non-essential job, she's already been working home for years. So her employer just decided to allow her to work so she could still work from home. And that's actually where I get my insurance. So I'm very grateful that, uh, this has worked out in a very strange way. Um, I, yeah, stay safe. Uh, make sure you're relatively safe. Read out to people. I actually FaceTime my cousin in Seattle. That was very interesting. Uh, she said, you know, a lot has changed in Seattle. Uh, a lot of people are working from home. It's pretty scary. So, um, yeah, so stay safe. Make sure your relatives are healthy and safe. Check in with them a lot. Uh, you know, bring some food to some people if you need to. Uh, and we've actually, my wife and I, went out uh, and just got some things at grocery store the other day, uh, Saturday, 
and we went to Tar- Target. I was going to say Target. Uh, we went to Target, and uh, they actually had toilet paper. So it was kind of amazing, and uh, a strange place we're at in our lives where we get amazed when people have toilet paper. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I am not essential. It'll go on for like another week and a half, I think, depending on if our governor decides to extend the stay-at-home order. If the cases in Washington continue to go up, I would imagine he would extend it to a little bit longer. Uh, It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I know a lot of people are worried about the economy. I mean, I'm worried about the economy as well, but I think I'm more worried about my friends and family. Like I said, some of my friends out there, they may be listening now. They're considered essential. I feel very bad that they're out there every day working, uh, you know, really in harm's way because uh, from all accounts, from all the medical blogs I've read and the interviews I've seen with people on the morning shows, uh, you know, doctors uh, saying that this is uh, kind of unlike anything they've seen. And that, you know, uh, I don't want to freak you out, but the thing I saw was reading, I saw an interview last night with a doctor in Korea where they have had pretty good luck treating people and things like that. And they're actually kind of not really getting back to normal, but it seems like they're, it's getting better over there. And he said, the strange thing about this disease is uh, you can get it again. You know, usually when we get uh, pathogens, he was saying, you know, when you get a viral infection, your body builds up antibodies and then you're able to... Uh, overcome it and you are cured but he said the thing with COVID is you can get it again which is very troubling Uh, you know like how do you flatten a curve on something that just keeps coming back so um, if you're out there and you're essential thanks for working Uh, thanks for keeping everything running Uh, I um, I don't I don't say I'm gonna try to probably donate to Red Cross there's a lot of organizations out there Uh, I'm gonna look in to see if I can donate a little bit of money not much uh, but a little bit, every little bit helps. And I heard there's actually two people in my shop. We have CNC machines at our shop, and, and there's, I think, like one or two people there actually making masks for hospitals. So that's pretty cool uh, that we're able to contribute that way. But, um, yeah, let's let's talk about something, just complete escapism. Uh, let's talk about uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, last Thursday, Nintendo had a Direct where they announced a lot of cool new indies. Uh, there's way too many to name. Uh, it's a 20-minute direct. If you're into gaming, you can go there. There's tons of places. You can go to IGN, GameSpot. Uh, you know, there's Kind of Funny. There's tons of people out there. We'll do a recap. Or you can just go to Nintendo's channel on YouTube. It's a 20-minute video, which is a great way to just digest everything. I thought the flow was really nice. went really quick. They had about a bunch of new games for the Nintendo Switch coming out pretty much through the summer and a few, I think, into the fall. Um, and I'm talking about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 because they announced in that same... Uh, direct mini that the last piece of DLC the third DLC for it uh, called Shadows of Doom was released uh, that day basically the direct came out and uh, I bought Marvel Ultimate Alliance when it came out I'm a big Marvel Ultimate Alliance fan I played the first two uh, that were on I think PS2 and Wii and then the Legend series that was out long long ago for like the the original Xbox um, I think there was Legends and then Legends 2 Rise of Apocalypse or something. I remember playing those. I remember really enjoying them. They were great. Um, so I'm a big fan going all the way back. Uh, I really love um, I, I loved Ultimate, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I thought it was great. It's uh, exclusive on the Switch. I keep seeing message board comments like, you know, is it going to come to other places? And I believe Nintendo paid for it. Uh, sorry, I think Nintendo paid for it. So I don't think it's going to hit anywhere else. But if you have a Nintendo Switch... 
It's uh, 60 bucks. It's a Diablo-like brawler with Marvel characters. I mean, that's all you really need to know. Um, I don't know the complete roster. I want to say there's close to 50 characters. In the main game, I think there's 40-something. And then later on, you unlock uh, more characters through doing challenges. Uh, and then obviously the DLC unlocks them. One thing that I wasn't uh, that excited about some of the DLC, the first DLC is called like uh, Night of the Vampire or Curse of the, Curse of the Vampire. And what I thought was interesting was you unlock the Marvel Knights, which is Punisher, um, Morbi- Morbius, the Living Vampire, Moon Knight, and Blade, which is cool. But what was really weird was you basically just completed a gauntlet, which is just a various set of challenges of levels you've kind of done in the game. They remix them, you know, beat this boss in this many minutes. Uh, You have a timer, you know, you have this many restrictions. You can't use these type of attacks. You do this amount of time, you'll unlock Moon Knight. You go through those, you do it four times. There's different challenges. Boom, you unlock the Marvel Knights. That was kind of cool. The second one uh, was called, um, I think, Rise of the Phoenix. And it had to do with more X-Men. So, strangely enough, in Marvel, they were a little X-Men light. It was like the Avengers and uh, the Defenders, stuff like that, other teams. But they didn't have a lot of Marvel characters, like a lot of X-Men characters. Wolverine, obviously. But um, they added Colossus and Cyclops for free after the game's launch, which is cool. Um, Cyclops, uh, or Colossus, has an amazing ability, which I'll get into uh, talking about the game. But that was the same thing as far as DLC goes, where you would do certain challenges and just kind of unlock the characters. You know, you unlocked uh, Gambit, which I think is very flashy and pretty powerful. I like him. He's quick. Um, And then you unlock Cable, who's a little bit more slow, but kind of packs a punch. And then Iceman, who I've always liked Iceman. He has the ability to actually like crowd control and freeze people, which is pretty neat. And uh, what else? Oh, and the last character was uh, Jean Grey as the Phoenix. The Phoenix Force. She was very powerful. Fire attacks. Really flashy. Pretty cool. Um, but it was the same type of thing. Again, you just complete these challenges. You know, beat this in this amount of time. You have four minutes. You got to beat these two people now. This person will come by. And then you unlock everything. And I thought it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, I'm doing this. I'm unlocking people. This is neat. You know, uh, but it wasn't really like a story, a story beat. Well, Shadow of Doom kind of fixes all that. It's an actual epilogue to the story where you're hiding the, uh, uh, you know, spoilers from Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Thanos is at it again and he wants the Infinity Stones. If that doesn't sound familiar, you haven't been watching any Marvel movie in the past, what, 10 years or so? So anyway, uh, you defeat Thanos. Again, spoilers. Uh, you scatter the stones. But Doom comes and takes the Soul Stone. Uh, because he thinks that he is basically the right flair of the Soul Stone and that Thanos messed it up and he is going to make it right. So it's an actual story-based campaign. Probably like four to six hours my wife and I played. I think it's pretty decent. Obviously, we played it on the basic difficulty. You can ratchet up again. I heard uh, there's an Easter egg if you complete it on all the difficulties, uh, kind of in order. I think there's three or four. If you do that, you unlock a super secret character, which is pretty neat. Um, They also added um, these cool kind of like battle pass type rewards, but you don't have to pay for the battle pass. So it's like beat this uh, boss in five minutes and you'll get five uh, XP boost basically for characters, which again, because this is the last piece of DLC, (coughs) excuse me, in the original game, the level cap was 100. When the DLC came out, they went to 200. Uh, this last DLC came out, the, the uh, level cap is now 300 for each character, 
And if you don't have a character in your team, it is very difficult to level them except through uh, XP cubes. They call them infinity cubes. There's certain varying degrees of them where they do a little bit, they give you a little bit more, a little bit less XP, which is a little bit grindy. They have a new shield depot. You get shield tokens for completing tasks, and you can use those those uh, tokens, and you can use the money that you've saved up uh, to buy certain things. And one of the things that somebody online pointed out that I read was you can actually buy XP on the store in an unlimited supply for however much it is, and you can then use those to level your character up, which is awesome. Anyway. These uh, challenges kind of give you XP, and then some of them, you do these Omega Rifts, which are challenge rifts, and you unlock costumes and voice lines for characters, and sometimes some characters, uh, but you have to, you know, you got to max them out, you got to get so many stars, and it's really difficult, and you have to do one challenge to unlock the next challenge, and it's very kind of grindy and tedious. Well, what they've done in this endless challenge mode is uh, there's one challenge on there where you open up a disc, and the disc basically unlocks that whole Rift challenge. So you can kind of choose what you want to do and when you want to do, which I think is really great. It kind of gives you the option of going, man, I cannot complete this one challenge. I can't unlock the rest of the rift. This is really frustrating. I can't play this because maybe your character's not leveled right or you're doing the wrong build or something's not working out. You know, you're hitting your head against the wall and you kind of want to take a step back and say, I want to try something else. Um, so we do that and this unlocks the whole thing. So you just have to do one small thing like beat a boss in five minutes uh, and then this unlocks that whole thing so you can kind of go around to your heart's content and pick things and i think it's pretty cool that they've done that and it seems like they're going to be doing it monthly because they said the challenge is only up for um 24 days or 25 days so it seems like it might be a monthly thing where it comes in which is a good way to check back in with the game like oh i don't have this character up and it's crazy because the more characters i play you know you have your team where you're like i like these guys um you keep seeing characters used online and like I keep leveling other characters up and I keep seeing how they're being used and I'm like, man, this is pretty interesting. You know, I like how this character moves. I'm not really used to it, but I'd like to get into it and stuff like that. That feels really great and organic to see characters kind of change the way you think about them. And it's just kind of fun to play a game in a different way that you wouldn't think of playing a game. Like, hey, I'm going to try this character that's a ranged character, even though I've been using a brawler. I have usually two brawlers and two ranged people on my team. It just seems to work out the best. But you do get into the point where because they don't really share XP with the rest of the group, the other roster, which I kind of get they want you to use people. It gets really weird where there's still people in my roster that I haven't used forever that are still level 9. And the guys that I've used all the way up and have leveled up are like level 60 right now. So it's hard to be like, oh man, yeah, uh, I, I want to use someone that's level 10. You know, again, you can buy XP and like level them up, but it's really weird. You can do those gauntlets like I talked about before in the rifts to you know unlock that stuff it's just it's it's rough sometimes you know so um i think they made a lot of good changes to the game also uh, i kind of buried the lead uh shadow doom is a good story thing to defeat doom but it also unlocks the fantastic forest playable characters which is pretty cool uh i only used probably two of them i didn't use reed richards or sue storm that much i probably should have uh she seems to have a pretty good uh shield ability that makes a bubble kind of makes people you know um impenetrable basically which is kind of neat and reed has these really unique stretchy abilities pretty cool um but overall i'm really happy with the expansion i like the changes they make it feels really fluid um it seems like the game is kind of like downgraded in fidelity a little bit but it seems like they're required like the special moves are just getting like incredibly insane when you do um the human torches extreme attack their big heavy attack 
the whole screen pretty much lights on fire. He traces the screen in a big four and then goes up and causes a massive flame tornado to go towards the top of the screen. And it's bonkers. So part of me kind of understands why it slows down a little bit. Um, it's never really affected gameplay. I've never had it jitter during you know, a scene or whatever. But um, yeah, it's insane that they've added so many characters. I'll, I think I'll count next week to let you know how many characters have unlocked. And there's, uh, I think, one character that I have to unlock that is uh, a gauntlet challenge, which is very difficult because, again, I don't have the rest of them unlocked, but I might do the endless challenge mode. Uh, you can do that one kind of objective to unlock that rift. <clears throat> that way I can go back and uh, just get that one character. And then if you beat the game several times, you unlock the last character. And since it's an epilogue, they kind of set it up. I don't know if there's going to be an Ultimate Alliance 4 or if they're just going to do another DLC pack with maybe more story stuff and more characters. You know, there's a lot of there's a big roster they could pull from. Um, they can go more obscure with characters if they wanted to. That'll be really interesting to see that. Sorry, I did drink a little bit of water. That was going to dry. That was a big rant. That was a 17-minute and two-second rant. So the other thing I want to talk about is uh, I've been playing The Division 2 post-launch, kind of going back between D.C. and uh, New York to help out my wife and my in-laws are playing the New York content. A friend of mine is doing the D.C. content, and he's trying to get to World Tier 5, and I forgot how grindy it is to get to World Tier 5. You know, everybody in my group was excited, so we just hey, we got to get to World Tier 5, and we just made a night of it, and just, um, you know, we did that. We just spent a night getting to World Tier 5, which is a long haul, but at the end, we're like, hey, we're done. Cool. Um, You know, my friend's doing it sporadically. He is considered an essential worker, so he's going to be working this next week. I will not be, so um, I want to help him as much as I can. In fact, after I'm done with this and get it all recorded and all that and edited, I'm probably going to jump on and try to help him get as high as I, uh, he can in the world tour system so he just doesn't have to go through with it. You know, it's really rough when you're like, well, you got a big road ahead of you. you got to do all this stuff, and uh, it gets rough sometimes. So, um, yeah, but other than that, I do like the changes I did. I'm getting more of the shade levels. I do like how it affects weapon handling and all these things, and you get to scavenge things, and, uh, you know, you can affect your defense. Like, I kind of like that. The seasonal rewards seem really good. In fact, I think tomorrow is going to be open up the next part of the season, which I completed the new... You know, you have to you have to take out a cabal, a, a cabal of um, more rogue agents. So, you know, in the DLC, it was Aaron Keener, his lieutenants, and then once you defeat them, uh, it unlocks um, five new people, you know, a leader of a rogue agent cell, and then four more agents. And I, you know, as soon as it unlocked, I went out and did the objectives to complete, to take out one of the guys. Um, because if you complete all these, then you get a brand new gadget, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. That'll be really fun. I think it unlocks tomorrow because I think it said like one day, 12 hours, probably Tuesday is what I'm thinking. I think that's when their maintenance day is. So it'll probably unlock Tuesday. Um, I think the only good thing to come out of all this is I've I found myself being more creative. I've been writing more and uh, just having more time to read, which is amazing. Um, I think tomorrow I'm going to have a, uh, a no game day. I'm just going to read. There's a book I'm trying to finish. Uh, I think maybe I could pull out a shot off tomorrow and then start another book. And I want to write in the morning. So that'll be like my routine. Uh, you know, you got to think about your mental health. And I think uh, lately with everything that's been going on, it's been very stressful. But, um, you know, this whole stay at home order, hopefully for a lot of people out there, you really get to sit and reflect on, you know, kind of what's important, you know, our families, our friends, 
um, and things like that. And, uh, you know, what's really, uh, you know, it's not about the money, guys. I know there's a lot of stuff online right now talking about the economy and how the economy is going to be terrible. And I'll tell you this much. I understand for some people it's very difficult. You know, you live paycheck to paycheck. I have been there. I Luckily, I'm in a position where I make just a slight, uh, a bit more money. I'm able to put some in savings, and I've been able to do so. And I understand for some people, literally paycheck to paycheck is a thing. Uh, you know, our PTO policy at work is basically by law uh, what it is because it's it's very low. So I understand it's difficult for people to accrue PTO if you have children and they get sick. It's got to be even more difficult to, um, you know, do stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, just to pay your way. So, um, yeah, uh, good luck to everybody out there. Remember, it's our friends and family that are important. It's the moments we get to share with people. It's, uh, you know, it's um, phone calls, even if it's FaceTime or maybe maybe you're writing somebody a letter. Maybe you wrote your grandparents an actual letter. Um, you know, I know most people have email, but you might get a letter from a relative that doesn't have computer access. You know, a lot of the libraries are shut down and places you go publicly to get uh you know, library access or, you know, just internet access in general are closed. So it's harder for people. So, you know, uh, be nice to everybody. Um, it seems like everybody I've run into at the stores and everything is kind of in the same shape. Uh, you know, only go out if you need to. Obviously, go out for a walk. Uh, I think I'm going to tomorrow with my wife go for a walk if we're able, if the weather lets up. It's still raining here sporadically. We have spring rain here in Washington. So it was very disgusting this morning, raining, just wet, and uh, the weather cleared up. So hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to go for a walk and just get out of the house, get some air. Uh, we'll probably take our pups with us. We got two uh, pups, got two dogs. So uh, you know we got to get them work out because they're starting to turn into cats, and it's getting a little freaky. Anyway, uh, again, this will hit uh, every Monday morning at 7 a.m. It'll hit tomorrow at 7 a.m. at www.gamewithgrief.com. Go there, leave a comment, or drop me a line at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. And uh, I'll read over the show if you don't want to. And then, like I said, right now I'm working on the process of getting this on iTunes. I've already submitted the last episode. I'll be submitting this episode. You'll probably see some new key art for the episode. That didn't take long. I don't know why I put it off. But I actually had time to sit down Saturday and submit everything to iTunes. I think it was Thursday or Friday. Uh, But I had time to do it. So you know what, guys? Make time for what's important out there. Uh, Take a moment. Breathe. It'll be all right. We're in this together. And I will see you guys uh, next week. Good luck. Thank you.